Three, two, three, two, one. Go. We're on air. Swell. Good. Swelly. Good. Um, Me too. I really love our new tattoos. Hashtag mm-hmm. where's the love. Hashtag bring in a new era. Um, I think they're great. I, I agree. How have you been? I've been really good. You know, uh, trying to stay warm. Oh. It's, it's midwinter okay. in Michigan. And, and it's not as bad as when we were kids, but it got a little this last oh, week. Oh man, it's been cold. A little chilly. I had to go to the grocery store today and man, I just so did everybody didn't, else. I didn't want to get into the car and then once the car was warm, I didn't want to get back out, out of, the, of car. the car. Yeah. Uh, could you imagine living in Alaska? No. Near. Uh-uh. Don't do it. It's not even that cold yet. Listeners, friends, family, you guys who put us in your earballs every week. We thank you so much for doing that. It's so great. We have our first merch available, and actually it's um, to help a friend of ours, and you can go to Etsy, you know, Etsy, that store that's online, and you look up Beat Rocker, and he is adding our Michigan Murders and Music masks to protect yourself in this Weird ass time. And you can buy one and help a friend out for us. And yep. that would be super cool. His the artist's name is Morgan. Yeah. Uh, and he's yeah. actually in a band called the Jet Beats. And we you, featured them earlier on one oh of our episodes. Oh my gosh. Yes. So if you guys want a Michigan and Murders music, or there's a lot of other designs on there, just go pick a design and stay safe. I like Please that do. they have the little filter thing too. It's not just a cloth you can slide mask. Slide in the, the filter. Yeah, the got a slide filter. in pad. Mm-hmm. Like uh, ladies use. Boot. Well, okay. Yeah. Dude, five down. Okay, five downloads sounds ridiculously stupid to most people. $5. To me, five downloads in Australia. What the heck? Who, Who are, are these you? people in Australia? I think it's one person. Whoever you are, will you please let me know who you are? Because oh, I've always loved Australia, and I used to have a pen pal in Australia. So um, reach out to us, whoever you are, That's let us know. 
It'll Say make hi. my day. Um, really cool. I listen to podcasts all day, and my favorite things are like going to different places. Like, um, I love going to Canada with can can Canada Ian. I always, I'm always fucking around saying it's Canadian. So now when I actually try to say it properly, I can't. So Canadian true crime. Australia is a great place to visit with True Crime Island, one of our favorite podcasts. And we can't forget the soft, beautiful voice from Southern Fried True Crime. She's so good. Oh, and yeah. She'll get pissed, but it's in her soft Southern voice. and it's, I pissed. love it. So if you like to listen to other accents like I do, go listen to those podcasts. Yep. Also, please, if you listen to us from anywhere on this entire earth, will you just quick reach out to us at michiganmurdersandmusic at gmail.com. If all you have to do is just say listening from blah, 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 blah. I'm listening from hell, Michigan. I'm listening (laughs) from... That is a place. It really is. Actually. That yeah. would be so great. And if you guys want, you can email us your address and we will send you a sticker. So, Your Highness. Boo, where are we going to? I, first of all, I have an explicit warning. Oh, God, I always forget this, about The that content in, in here is uh, sometimes Nasty. a little bit sketchy. Sketchy, yeah. dirty, raunchy. If, if you find a small box hidden in your child's room and within that box are treasures of oddities yeah like a piece of fabric Mm -hmm. photo of somebody you don't know or box of microscopic blood slides like little slides that you put under your microscope and you put a dabble of blood on and you put that really teeny tiny thin piece of then you you hide it in your air conditioner that's Dexter. That's totally Dexter. But if they're doing that, you might not want to let them listen to our podcast because they, they might get some Do ideas. Do not allow them that, uh, into you know, are, are not on us. We're, don't we're let them wait. Don't let us into their earballs. That is not our fault. We don't have that mm-hmm. kind of insurance and we will never have that kind of insurance. So with that being said, as in, don't let your kids listen, this or they'll get ideas. Episode number 32. Where are we going? In the hand of the mitt. Well, it's we're all over the place. Right now, this prisoner is residing in the Carson City Correctional Facility, which is, once again, right up the street from where we live. You take M57 across, and you go far enough. Right it's, up the street. It's, like, it's pretty close. Up the street. Michigan's huge. It is. If you were in Rhode Island, it'd be it, it'll up take the you street. about forty minutes to get there. But it's not it's on very the east far. side of the state. Most of this happens on the east side. We are talking about Leslie Allen Williams, and I must say, this is our very first, our very first listener suggested for us to do. And she's from Colorado. Oh, that's really cool. Actually, she's not from Colorado, bitch. She's from Michigan. 
She oh. transplanted to Colorado, but she. Oh, I know who you're talking about. We me, won't say her name because I'm not going to say her wanna, name, but yeah. she may or may not get a surprise in the mail. Mm-hmm. So we are talking thanks to our girl from Colorado, from Michigan. Who she now suggested lives in Colorado. this one. Yeah. Yeah. Leslie Allen Williams. And because we just got tattoos and because I think it's really odd the tattoos that he has. We're going to tell you, he sports two parrot tattoos on his left arm and a flower on his goddamn right arm. Prisoner number 130095 currently resides at the Carson City Correctional Facility. Drive from our house. It's pretty close. Oakland and Genesee County. That's- Basically Detroit. De- Detroit and the surrounding areas. Leslie's life pretty much seemed doomed from the start. He was born on the 4th of fucking July in 1953. Child That's of Dorothy. probably the only cool thing that happened to him. Yeah. Nice birthday. Mm-hmm. Child of Dorothy and Lyle Williams. Dorothy had been married before Lyle, bringing two girls into the new family mix. Yeah, the two would have three boys all together, so they had a family of five, like the Brady Bunch, but not. Yeah, the like house was the Brady a Bunch. raging wreck. Mom was a prostitute, out of the home with kids and, and a family there. Just, oh my god, that's a, that's a major mess. Okay, right there, just says enough. Neighborhood kids also found Lyle, the dad, committing sexual acts on Dorothy's two daughters. Yeah, and Lyle would watch her with Dorothy's clients. He would, like, hang out in the closet and watch her prostitute. Mm -hmm. At some point, Lyle spent four years in the state hospital for the criminally insane in Ionia, which I wanted to break into so bad. It wouldn't have been breaking into, but we would have gotten busted because we went online and everybody gets busted going there. So Dorothy... Divorced Lyle after he was released from the hospital. Oh my God, the cat just oh my God, jumped Luna. on my lap. <laughs> She's the one that just knocked the microphone. Look at her. Was to James oh Adams in California. Listen, sh- listen to her. <laughs> Pretty kitty. All I right. couldn't find why Lyle went to the loony bin, but after after Lyle spent four years there. Dorothy Dorothy divorces Lyle. Luna, you're going to have to get down. She's you're, very you're distracting. Kinda, you're messing okay. up my mojo here. <laughs> I love you too. Okay, let's get down. Good girl. Thank you. Dorothy's going to divorce Lyle after he was released from the state hospital. <sighs> And then she gets married for a third time to James Adams. And she moves to California with him. This third marriage was a troubled marriage and didn't take long for Dorothy to file for divorce number three. The night before divorce court hearing, James Adams shot Dorothy execution style in the back of the head. Then he turned the gun on himself and ended his own life. You know, Ugh. it's a mess. God the, awful. The three boys are sent back to Michigan to live with their grandma and grandpa. 
Yeah, the maternal grandparents in Milford, Michigan. Boot, hand. Where's uh, Milford? It's uh, right here. Mm. And, you know, something interesting about that area is That's slightly northwest a of... proving ground there. And they raced their cars around there. They, oh, yeah. They have a track and a whole giant nice. area. They test them out, do bumps and curves and all that kind of Make stuff. Make sure the wheels work and mm-hmm. all, all the stuff. Because they don't fall off while they're hitting yeah, bumps. That's a great idea. Makes me think of my mom, my madre. So she quick, quick recap. Leslie isn't even a teenager yet, and he has been in a prostitutal home where I'm sure there were drugs, I'm assuming. Yeah, and prostitutal is a word. You yes, can it laugh is. at it, yep. but it's a word now. He had stepsisters who have been sexually assaulted. His father's been sent off to the state hospital. His parents divorce, move across the country. Oh, my God. His parents divorce. He moves across the country, and his stepdad kills his mom and then commits suicide. Are you guys caught up? Kind of seems like a legit recipe for trouble. Sounds like like, um, the perfect recipe for a troubled my God, if the Individual. FBI were to put a thing out, a it's bulletin like, mm-hmm. that said, look for people like this, yeah. ding, 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 it yeah. would point to this to guy. one person. Ugh. And you know what? Um, so this is- That's a, like only, we always say, that's that's just the shit we know about. Yeah. It's only the stuff we know about. There's there's even more you No, know, there's so much stuff more. And everyone's- there's, Everyone's passed. Everyone there involved in this. There is more and even darker shit than that in his past. At a spry age of 17 in 1970, Leslie Allen Williams. Law. It's Leslie Allen Williams. Starts his rap sheet with a breaking and entering. He's let out on probation. When you say rap sheet, I know you wrote this. Do you mean like he's a rapper? Well, he does no, like uh, spit rhymes to be a rapper. Stu- oh, okay. He he's from Detroit, but he's no Eminem. Oh, for the next twenty-two years, Leslie was either in prison or waiting for trial, or on probation or serving time. Wait, that kind of is the same as being in prison. prison. He has he has uh, some uh, shit going on yeah, continuously. He, his convictions: attempted B and E, auto theft, first degree sexual conduct. Kidnapping, assault with intent to commit murder. In 1983, Leslie pleaded guilty to assault crime with intent to commit kidnapping and assault with intent to sexually penetrate. Oh, it's so gross. This was just two weeks after he had been paroled out. One of the numerous times he had been paroled out. Finally, this time they... We're charging him as a habitual offender. Did he get life in prison? No. Nope. Clinton County Judge Clinton. John O'Brien. Oh, John O'Brien. Oh, John He's O'Brien. A Everybody I knows John knows. O'Brien. Judge yeah. John O'Brien. He knows what the pot of gold is. Oh, he knows what the fuck. But he, he sentenced him up. to seven to ten years assault mm. conviction and ten to thirty years for something else. I didn't yeah. type in there. All right, but. Only seven years passed by, and Leslie was paroled. You want to know why? Because he duped his therapist. And she was like, he's better. And she gave him 
or maybe it was a he, that therapist gave a positive recommendation. It was ridiculous. And so he got paroled. You know, as a side note here, I, I've, I've had a decent amount of s- counseling. Psychotherapy. As, <laughs> as a younger man, I had some, some problems that was sorting out. Okay, and, it's really easy to dupe a bit. And I, I, I noticed that, and it was like, well, if I'm getting approval from my uh, counselor, apparently, all I'm you have okay. to do is say what they want to hear. I know, and they just want you to get out of their office as quickly as possible so they can go. And drink you know, or it's something. dumb every time. This, yeah, exactly what they're telling you not to do. <laughs> and every time I've gone. I've just duped them, so damn fuck so me what, for what, not trying what, to help my own purpose? damn self. I know. It's so stupid. So uh, anyways, the therapist said he was better, and he received, received a positive recommendation, and they let him out. So now he's a parolee, right? Yep. And what do parolees have to do? Uh, parole officers were there. They have to check in. Yep. Every yep. other week. Hmm. And he did. Oh, he was a model citizen. Oh, he was such a model parolee. Showing check stubs and he was, all kinds of stuff. You know what that meant? He actually showed up to his things. Which most people don't. No. And if you do. It doesn't take like, much to be a model parolee. A, I'm not. You just have to show up and it's a miracle. act like you're working oh, and fake a, it. Just yeah. keep fucking faking it. Uh, his parole officers would say that there were no complaints from his community, and he was doing well. Swell. Uh, yeah. On August of 1993, he was let off parole. <laughs> May 24th, 1993, within a year of his last parole visit. Leslie Allen Williams would attempt to kidnap a grown woman from a cemetery in, in Clarkston. Clarkston. Guess who's from Clarkston besides you? You're not from Clarkston. Oh, a couple of good friends of ours. Uh, yeah. We don't mention their we names. We won't mention their names, but Kevin and Jennifer. <laughs> also, Kid Schnackers is Kid Rock. from Clarkston. Kid Rock. He says he lived in a trailer park there, but I don't think there's I any don't know. trailer I parks think he made in Clarkston. Own, well, there, there Anyways, are. this and time a cemetery when there. he tried to kidnap this grown ass woman from the cemetery. Someone saw him and um, the cops pulled him over and she was found in his trunk alive. Thank God. Mm. I don't know who God is, but thank the heavens almighty. Leslie, of course, denied having anything to do with this. Nope. Had just That's, no, no intentions other than to just kidnap her. Yeah. Yeah, he was Which just gonna okay. he was I, just know, gonna was throw just gonna her in the trunk her. and kidnap her. But I wasn't gonna do anything else. Oh, she's I dead? swear. Oh, oh, and uh, no, she made it alive. Oh, she, I, oh, yeah. She did. Thank God. Yeah. But he was like, I wasn't gonna do anything but kidnap. Come on, mm-hmm. all they have to do is look at his goddamn history. We're in 1993. Mm. That's 21 some years of already uh, doing a bunch recent. of bullshit. Yeah. <sighs> Upon arrest, Leslie, do you know there does seem to be a uh, common denominator? I have a hard time calling 
a man, Leslie. Because there have been a few stories that we've covered where we've kind of laughed about the boy named Sue, mm-hmm. but it keeps seeming to come up and is true. And don't the, name men, your boy goddamn Sue. Men with uh, f- uh, feminine names tend to act out. I feel like this I've, is a thing. I've we are not. It. Scientific people and or psychologists. So, so upon arrest, Leslie confessed to them what he had been up to the past two years. Around 1990 to 1992-ish. He had killed, murdered four young ladies. 18-year-old Cammie from South Lyon. Sisters Melissa and Michelle, ages 14 and 16, from Tyrone Township. Uh, on the hand here, it's... It's real close to Clarkston. If you go just over here, it's it's really close. They're all within like a, a 10, 15 minute drive. Drive, yeah. yeah. 15 year old Cynthia from Milford, Michigan. Mm-hmm. He admitted number of crimes 11. Like, he, oh, he has a very specific number. Okay. He might be OCD enough to know exactly how many there are, but I just kind of find it kind of weird. He's like, I did 11 sexual assaults and other crimes. He probably takes his gum out of his mouth and puts it on his headboard every time he does this. 11. It's 11 pieces of gum. Gross. I know. During his parole time, Leslie was going through some sort of group therapy. He would then stalk the woman the women from his therapy group. He would window peep on them, stalk them, all kinds of so this creepy, is not, make creeper Not and creepy stuff. at all. No. no. Oh, wait. <laughs> That's totally normal. He claimed to have seen the sisters a lot during this time. And he commented that he was sexually attracted to the way one of the girls walked. So he's casing homes for breaking and entering. He's window creeping. He's stalking and more stalking. A peeping tom. You know, it's, oh, it's so weird. Oh, peeping tom. I haven't heard that you one know, in a while. It's, uh, it's creepy what a weird, as fuck is what it is. Oh, my God. What did he do next? Leslie said he hid behind the bushes and waited for the sisters, jumped them, and put them in trunk. Sadly, within an hour, <clears throat> the girls would be raped and suffocated. Uh, it takes a lot of Oh, my God. He placed them in a shallow grave in Oakland Cemetery in Fenton. Um, He returned frequently to the burial sites to ensure they were not exposed. I'm sure he was doing something naughty to himself when he saw the... uh, Yeah, like whacking off. Burial areas. He claimed the two other girls were killed the same way. I guess the benefit is they weren't... It wasn't strung out for a long, long time. If there is a benefit, still, they were really passed messed away up. within an hour. You know what I'm saying? They weren't like tortured for weeks yeah. and weeks and weeks. Yeah, I get you. There are no benefits to the story, obviously, but. Right. Okay. When Leslie's home was searched, police found pieces of clothing, pins, films, matchbooks, and a ring that was one of the young ladies. The 18-year-old girls. He also found photos of the sisters. He collected souvenirs from each victim. Raped, then strangled, or stabbed the victims. 
We're going to hop back a minute. While in custody and admitting to these murders, Leslie said, I don't want to cause taxpayers any grief. I want to be locked up. Lock me up so I don't do it again. I have no control over my life. Well, you know, he decided about, I don't know, years ago? I don't know. Since you were 17, we've been paying for your court fees and whatever, bitch. Oh, my God. I feel like he's playing the woe is me manipulation tactics. Uh, I don't want to hurt you guys. You know what else he said? Just lock me up. Just lock, lock me up and throw away the key. That's a... Those are manipulation tactics, and I don't find it entertaining. Well, you are locked up, and we will throw away the key. The law and courts failed us in so freaking many ways with this guy. It really got people people's pantalones in a bunch. At one point, he had attempted to abduct a 20-year-old while out on parole. She reported this crime, but eventually dropped the charges. So he slips away again. So I wonder why. We don't have any details on why she dropped the charges. She might have been someone who was marginal on she society. She might have been finessed you know, into dropping the charges, or, as most women are. Or she was perhaps uh, indulging in I have that were, no idea, but it shouldn't matter what she's indulging in. I know it shouldn't. It, if somebody fucking does this to you, go report it. There's still numerous women out here that they believe that this guy has raped and they haven't reported it. And there's a part of me, I I get it. Like, I'm going to move on. It's, sometimes it's not worth reporting it because, honestly, most of the time the dude doesn't get fucking charged anyways. Or they blame the victim. So women, yeah. And so women are discouraged from coming Forward. Well, what were you wearing? It, we joke about that quite often. We joke about it, but it's, it's fucking true. true. It, well, it, it we, is. I know so is. many women who tried to stand up for this exact situation. They were raped. Well, you knew the guy, so uh, so what? That doesn't mean he can't rape me. And and the guy got away with it because he knew the girl. Like, no, it's not okay. That's yeah, kind of messed up. In 1992, Leslie was finally sentenced to life Woo-hoo! in prison and thus becoming one of Michigan's fininest. Yeah. Oh. You know, finest. Hmm. Yeah. Quote things. Yeah. Nice. Michigan's finest. So, what ever happened to Leslie's siblings? I was wondering the same thing, Boo. I'm so glad you asked. There are four more. Are there siblings. four more killers out there? Uh-huh. No, there are not. There are a few articles out there, and it appears they all grew up to be just fine. In one article, one of his brothers, his name was Lyle Jr. Maybe just Lyle. I don't know. Your name is the same as your dad's. You're not a junior. His brother said he didn't understand why they all turned out so different, only that Leslie was easily manipulated as a child. Hmm. So the rest of the kids turned out great-ish. I mean, it best, best luck to all the rest of I you. I love you all so much, and we don't want to smear your names. Mm-mm. That's why I didn't look them up. And Leslie mm. is in jail. So Bam. there we have it, Your Highness. What do you think, Boo? So I guess I don't I think know we're what ready the for a happy ending. 
What What do you think? We are ready for a happy ending. Um, serial killers. I guess he killed four young ladies and so much more happened. So it's, it's weird. I don't know. I'm sorry. Why'd you just say that? Because uh, I've had a lot. Because you, you couldn't remember the name of the band either. I could too. They're right in front of me. Oh, that's the wrong. That's not why I said that. I was just drinking. I was just thinking like, so, oh my God. Like, Well, there you have it, your highness. Okay, thanks. Ooh. We are ready for a happy ending. Yeah. Leaving you on a good note. Who is this week's band, Boo? I already told you I don't know who the band is. Gimmick! We are going to listen to some gimmick, you guys. Gimmick. They, These oh my gosh, great. they're good. This they're just brought relatively us unknown. both it's back. Stuff. It's short punk. I just fucking it's punk, punk rock. rock. And you know I love some I love punk it. rock. I actually just got a Hello Kitty punk rock masks. Okay. Gimmick. And we're actually going to play a few songs because we couldn't decide on just one. Here we go. Presents their new song, Gimmick. What the fuck?
God, you stop fucking with it. Where's Michigan Murders and Music? Thank you for choosing Michigan Murders and Music. Please rate the show wherever you listen. Michigan Murders and Music is produced by The Boots. Episodes are researched and written by Your Highness. Edited by Your Highness. Views and opinions are the sole stupidity of us and us alone. Don't blame others, please. Listening to this podcast could quite possibly cause major problems to your earballs and definitely will mess up your kids. Permission has been given to us by the bands and we purchase our music on Bandcamp.com. Support your local music scene and all local music scenes.